Welcome to the Bradworthy Culture Podcast, where leaders share how they've created a company so incredible their employees have to tell their friends about it. And now, here's your host, Jordan Peace. Welcome back to Bradworthy Culture. Today, we get to chat with Madison Murdoch. Madison is an HR specialist with Gig Ronin. Gig Ronin is a SaaS company, if you don't know, that provides a white labeled app to staffing agencies to increase sales, promote recruiter efficiency, and support client retention by deploying contingent workers to job opportunities with an intuitive, user-friendly mobile experience. Madison, very, very pertinent what you guys do right now. And I'm excited to be talking with someone that's part of a startup like my startup. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast today. Yeah, my pleasure. It's, uh, yeah, the pleasure's all mine. Ah, well, we're happy to have you. So tell me, I know you're passionate. Tell me about Gig Ronin. What do you do? When did it start? And just kind of what's going on with you guys right now? Yeah, so it's a, a lot to unfold uh, when you ask uh, what I do with us. I know that you uh, you mentioned HR specialist, but there's a lot more to it than uh, just HR we right. started back in 2017, actually, and we we actually started off as a staffing agency ourselves, and we were in the hospitality field. Mm. But then, of course, the entrance of the pandemic hit the hospitality field really hard, and mm. we pivoted and used our software that we were using uh, as a staffing company, right. and we're now using that as and and branding that and selling that to clients to use, um, which okay. helps schedule, it helps um, deploy their workers, you can communicate instantly with them, just makes it a more efficient process for staffing companies to communicate and work with their um, workers, essentially. Mm, that's awesome. So 2017 made a big pivot here recently. And kind of what's What's going now? Like going on now? How's the recruiting industry? Sorry for the two-part question. Yeah. Are people really changing jobs at a massive rate that everybody's been predicting? Like post-COVID, there's going to be this mass exodus. Yeah. You know, it, it's and by the way, for the listeners, it's May of 2021 at the time of recor- recording. So we aren't exactly post anything yet, right. but right. masks are coming off, vaccines are being widely distributed. How is all that impacting your industry? I think a couple of things. I think people are looking to make big changes in their industry. They're looking to invest now and to see where they can close some of these gaps that have been open for a long time. So I think this is like people are that I think the idea behind people's minds now is like now is the time to make some kind of action, whether that's going to be in policy, whether that's going to be in, you know, just being in the office, not being in the office, you know, those are the types of decisions that people are now facing. So um, I think change is inevitable for a lot of companies and just, you know, what they're going to be changing is going to be the difference. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go get into that, you know, just for you in particular as an HR specialist, like you're in the HR field. Yeah, what what gets you out of bed every day and energized to kind of fill your role? Like what does being an HR mean to you? Um, working with people. I think that's like just working with people. I mean, I, I will say it's definitely been different, you know, with the pandemic. I don't necessarily work face to face, work yeah. more 
my face to the screen. So face to screen, <laughs> um, so to speak. So that's definitely changed, but just working with my team and we're looking to hire a new team member. I love interviewing and getting to know people that are, you yeah. know, actively looking to kind of see what is, what is it like in the right. job market? Just cause I'm currently not in that mindset and in that position. So, you know, even just listening to their behind the scenes and their story is, yeah. is really helpful. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So what are all the different facets? I mean, being part of a startup, I know that we wear so many different hats, you know, it'd be shocking to someone in the corporate world, like what people actually do, you know, the different roles that you can have with one title, right? So I I, I just want to open that up for you to kind of share some of those different titles because you just described recruiter, right? But I'm sure there's about 50 other things. Like what are the the main functions for you? So I would say recruiting is actually the least amount of, you know, functions that I'm doing recruiting. Right. I would say actually that developing and curating marketing content for our social media, whether it's creating like product sheets. Recently, I've now been helping out with the implementation and client training aspect of the business. Mm. So really getting intimate with our product and learn, you know, I've been working with it for the last two years, but, but really getting in on it too, because not only am I helping with the training process and implementation and getting clients implemented with us, but also software testing as well, helping out with the developers and software testing, making sure that everything functions properly, which actually is really helpful for training. I can make sure that everything's working according to plan and how to have that, um, that prep beforehand. So yeah, it's, it's actually the least amount of HR um, and more about marketing, implementation, tra- wow. I mean, training, I guess, kind of fits under the umbrella of HR a little bit. Yeah. So, the, you know, there is a little overlap <laughs> and the plan is to, you know, eventually get back into our, our roles, Right. you know, even customer service, you know, setting up our tools and, and softwares that we're going to be using. So not only am I, like implementing our clients, but I'm being implemented with all these other softwares as well. So it's, it's a wild ride, but that's the best part. You know, you never have a boring day at the office or home, (laughs) but it's always something new and exciting. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about a startup. You don't have, you will never be bored. Yes. No, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. Uh, maybe really ready to pull your hair out, but but it's <laughs> certainly never bored. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's wild. I mean, I, I'm sort of making a list while you're talking. Like you're talking like quality assurance, yes. training, yep. recruiting, CSM, right? Yep. I mean, you're you're helping implementation. That's CSM work. Yep. Yeah, and you know, and to some extent, that's just the the startup life, yep. you know. But like, I, I'm curious just for you, like when. When the dust settles, mm-hmm. you know, you add some more team members and so forth. Like, where is your real passion if you can just kind of pick one or two aspects that you, you, you'd you want to do for a long time? Yeah, yeah. So definitely more in the HR field and, and yeah. just, you know, in the in the field with the workers and just making sure that they feel fully supported, whether it's, you know, providing training, whether it's hearing them out on some kind of right. issue or that was my favorite aspects when we were a staffing agency, when I was more, more along the lines of HR than I am now. 
And we yeah. were, I was always talking with the workers um, that we had. Mm. And that was my favorite part. I loved hearing, I got to know mm. them really well, even though they're located in Fresno, California, and I'm located in Portland, I still had pretty solid relationships with them. And that's, that's what I yeah. am looking forward to once we transition and get more specialized mm. in our roles is building yeah. those relationships and having those day-to-day conversations. Yeah, I, I hear you there. And, yeah. and speaking of, I was going to ask you, how have you been, and not just you, yeah. but like your organization, it sounds like you do everything, but I know there are others. <laughs> yes, yes. How have you all <laughs> been uniquely caring for your people kind of through this last 14 months, let's call it? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing that uh, has really carried us forward, because we are a small team, so there's not a large amount of us that we're having to care for. So I would say the the couple of factors that have really helped has been just our flexible schedules that we are Mm -hmm. able to have. I think that has been really very helpful, even, you know, just for me personally, I'm a mom, got a puppy. (laughs) So that, you know, takes some time to just personally that helps in your professional Mm -hmm. life. It carries over. And so having that flexibility to, kind of make your own schedule, have that autonomy to kind of build your own schedule. But of course, with everyone's other tasks in mind and our priorities in right. mind, it's not just, oh, I'm going to work on this. You know, it's it's obviously within parameters, but, yeah. but having that autonomy to really to dictate our schedule that works for us has been really beneficial and has and, you know, that's, that goes across the board with everyone. Everyone is like that. And, mm. and I'm not the one, and I'm not the only one just doing all of this too. A lot of our team is doing all these different things too. Just wanted to make sure that that, that gets said too. <laughs> yes. Yes. Credit is given where it's due. Yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more tongue in cheek. I'm just messing with you. Yeah. But good for you for, for giving that shout out to your teammates. Yeah. What sort of come out of COVID in terms of when we go through stuff like this, it, there's always from necessity comes all this creativity yeah. and ideas and like what's come out of that in terms of like your people strategy, recruiting strategies, like anything in regards to like your internal team, what yeah. has COVID produced creatively for you? So maybe not so much an idea, but we've definitely leaned heavily really into our trust. And like I said, with flexibility, mm, yeah. we've definitely, uh, we've quickly shifted to a um, fully work from home company. Right. Sure. And then, you know, that came with that, that flexible schedule and, you know, just additional responsibilities across the board. You know, we're regularly collaborating on initiatives and supporting each other, knowing that at the end of the day, we're, we're giving each other our all. We say that we're small and mighty, right? which we, we, we are, and we are extremely passionate about who we yeah. are our product, our mission. And so that is just kind of what has held true in, in what we have been doing. So, yeah, I mean, I would say with definitely the pivot of the pandemic though, that also was a, a big change in what, you know, COVID really sped up the process of us really becoming this SaaS company versus the staffing mm. company as well. Yeah. 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 Lots of change for you guys. Yeah. And- and that flexibility and opening things up, you know, it feels like you kind of have two choices. Like if you're going to give flexibility, you can either find some way of like watching and like holding people accountable yep. to hours and all yep. this kind of, like you can go that route, right? Right. right. Or you can just trust them. Right. And there's really not a lot in between that you can do in this environment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. You know, we, we check in with each other 
almost every day depends on everyone's schedules and stuff but we usually have a check-in point every day just to say what have you been working on what is coming up in our pipeline of of tasks and you know so there is a small you know accountability checkpoint that we have but yes you're I mean I I, I agree you know you can either micromanage or 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 not (laughs) you know right yeah, right, right. It, yeah, I mean, and and part of that check-in, I'm sure, is just like, that's kind of a mental health thing, too. It's just like, yeah, how are you absolutely. doing? Like, are you, are you like sitting right. in a corner crying right. today? Because I have been and like, let's yeah, talk about that. I can that, tell right? you when we were uh, developing yeah. our our website, when my, my coworker and I, we were uh, putting together our website because that was also another task we had to do. <laughs> so, sure. yeah, if you go, yeah, of course so if it you is. go to gigrunning.com, <laughs> That's uh, that's our work. But uh, so nice. when that, we were definitely uh, there were times when we were, you know, spinning in, in circles, figuring out how yeah. how do we get things to, to function properly? So it's it's very yeah. beneficial, I think, for everyone. And then, you know, on an individual level, it's it's super helpful to know what my coworkers working mm-hmm. on. And, you know, then at that point, our CEO tells us what he's working on. So it's kind of a point where he can check in right. and let us know what's going on as well on his side of the business. And yes. it's a very helpful right. tactic that we have. Yeah, I love that. It, uh, on top of the tactics, any tools that you guys are using through this remote period of time, whether it's, you know, Slack or like, what are you guys using to stay connected throughout the day or to communicate kind of that, as as people call it now, asynchronous yeah, communication yeah. of of like, hey, we may not be in right. the same time zone or working at the same time. So how do we pass information back and forth? What What tools do you find helpful there? Um, so Teams, Zoom and Teams are our main main softwares that we use, whether it's um, client facing with, you know, with Zoom. Teams is definitely like we have our, we're chatting with each other all day long, especially when it comes to software testing, we're letting the developers know what's going on, right. any issues that arise. So nice to just immediately put in there what's going on. You know, I talk with my coworker every day, all day. Uh, it's almost as if we were together, mm-hmm. uh, just, just how much we do right. talk with each other. And that yeah. has, has been extremely helpful to have that instant connection, that instant mm. feed that we can reach out to people and, and know, right. you know, if we need any support um, with anything, whether that's physical support, uh, mental support, or, you know, anything in between. Right. It's so nice to have yeah. that kind of connection, but those are our main two. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. I mean, yeah, the things that we didn't even know that we needed Man. so desperately before. <laughs> right? I agree. I agree with yeah. that. There's a lot. <laughs> and there's still a lot to be discovered, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I speaking of, I was, I, I'd love to talk about what's next for you guys. So when, if ever, is Gig Ronin headed back to the office or are we talking like a hybrid model or like what's what's next? Yeah. So, you know, there's been like a couple conversations about it and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's first and foremost, we definitely need to, we, we need to meet each other. So I joined, mm-hmm. I was actually one of the, the first employees with Gig Ronin. And right. so I've, you know, I've got to see a lot of new faces, but I haven't got to meet all of these faces and we, and with the pandemic, we were able to broaden our search with finding new faces across the, the country. So we've added a couple of people that are not located where Gig Ronin is based, which is Fresno. Um, but, right. and, I, and I'm in Portland. 
Um, it's right. You yeah. Mentioned, yeah. So, you know, we have a couple, I think we have one in, in, in Texas. And so we, we have people in these different time zones. And so the first and foremost, I think we need to meet and have some kind of meeting. Now, I don't right. think we will all be able to sit in an office all together and have that right. on a day to day. But um, I definitely think some like annual, yeah. semi-annual type of meetings could definitely be a near future mm. thing. You know, hopefully at the end of the year okay. is what, you know, that's my thoughts. But who knows? Yeah. But yeah. yeah, first and foremost, I think we all need to at least meet each other. And then I think Tosh, our CEO, eventually would like to have some kind of office perhaps in Fresno where he's based out of Okay. Um, once we get our, our feet on the, on the ground and especially with the pandemic going on, but, but everyone else, right. I mean, it, it, what's nice yeah. is that we don't really skip a beat when there is no office, at least at this time, but you know, perhaps yeah. our sales teams, right. um, it would be nice for them to all be in one spot, but just mm-hmm. conversation right now um, as far as the status. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's yeah. where most of us are, yeah. you know, it's, it's a matter of a few months difference between like, Hey, let's make a decision yes. or let's, yeah. let's delay, or I'm yeah. not sure yet. And, you know, yeah. we're all figuring it out, but I, I guess kind of overarching, you know, in terms of just culture and building, because, you know, like when you came in, I'm sure it was just, you know, a handful of people, yeah. if that, right. And, and, and now you're seeing this growth and, and it's not just a, a group of interpersonal relationships right. that it is that, but it's also like a broader culture. It has sort of a, a life and a feel of mm-hmm. its own, mm-hmm. right? There, there's a, yeah. there's a vibe, sure. if you sure, will, sure. right? <laughs> to, to what sure. it becomes. So I, I'm curious sort of, you know, when you think about how you're helping to guide the company culturally through 2021 mm-hmm. and beyond, what are the goals there? Like, what are you working towards in terms of like fleshing out values and, and so forth and, and really, defining your company for, for new people, you know, that come in. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, there's just so much to say about, you know, there's that trust that we have right now and we need to broaden that and bring more people in and, and and kind of just carry that forward with other people. The honesty, that flexibility. I mean, that's, what's, that's, what's going to help people trust you know, themselves and, um, and, and trust the company as a whole too. So, but we have to, you know, we have to promote that. We have to be really conscious with what we say to everyone and the feelings that we, we have to take into account and stuff. So there's, you know, as much as we want to say, that's what we want to be. There has to be a lot of action and a lot of careful communication that comes along with promoting that type of culture. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How do you think you get from here? And maybe you'd say this is true already, but like, yeah. how do you, how do you take your culture and make it? And I apologize for how corny this is, but <laughs> a brag worthy culture, yeah. you know, like at scale, like what are the steps from, from here to there? Cause I can tell you're enthusiastic. I can tell you enjoy the people that you work with. <laughs> yeah. So I'm guessing yeah. that, that the feeling right now is very much bragworthy. but like, how do you transition from this handful of people to like, 
it grafting people right. into that and making them feel right. at home and not like the new people are the outsiders, you know? Well, I'll be a little corny too and <laughs> just say, be the change that you wish to see in the world. Right. You know, it's, you got to be that, the people that, that you want to be, mm. that you aspire to be the person that you aspire to be, you got to be that person yourself. Yeah. So I think that's always the first step. And mm. I also think that it's really important that the, the higher levels, our CEO, Tosh, you know, it's important for, for him to have that kind of mindset mm-hmm. as well, which um, yeah. I think that he embodies. So it can start at an individual level. It can start at, you know, with myself and being the person that I want others to be right. and giving that respect and hoping in return that by showing how I am giving respect, the person is then respectful to me yeah. and um, has that same type of um cadence or you know conversation or respect with me so i think first and foremost i think you you have to kind of Mm. set the tone um, of how you want to be treated so i think that's where it starts at i love it i love it well let me give you an opportunity to brag a bit so you know you guys are obviously going to grow you're you know a successful startup you're in an industry that from everything i read and understand it's going to be greatly needed you know, like in the near future and also perpetually. So that's happening, uh, Mm -hmm. almost a foregone conclusion. So if I'm listening to this and I'm one of those 30, 40% that are looking for a new job, right? why should I come work at Gig Ronin? Like cast me that vision of like, why do I want to check you guys out? I think first and foremost, you matter. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not just this corporate number necessarily and just you know you your tasks get pushed to the side and but your your opinion your voice matters in this company and that resonates with me and I feel like that would resonate with a lot of people that that you truly you have an ability to make an impact and I think a lot of people want that in their career I think that that's a huge appeal so I think that's one of my biggest selling points on us is that you know, we take everyone's opinions into consideration. Mm-hmm. And then of course we, you know, make our assessment after, but, and, and, and decision after, but that's one thing that has made a difference in this job than any other job is that the impact and just the, the general care that gig running has for their yeah. employees. That's so. awesome. And, and, yeah. and kind of to keep going with that, where are you headed next in terms of building the team is it is it the sales team is it product is it marketing like who are the folks that will you'll be hiring over the next 12 months yeah so i think more immediately uh, definitely more sales okay we definitely need um some increased sales reps that can uh, get our messaging out there mm-hmm. a little bit more my goodness if uh we had if we had a million dollars i would definitely say to spend it in uh getting someone in each, you know, position that can be right. specialized and that can really help with every, every department that's needed. I, you know, we definitely need even more developers and more yeah. implementation, you know, individuals and uh, train, you know, it, there could at least be one of each department that we have that's needed. Yeah. So, but sales is, sales is uh, probably our highest priority. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. That's, yeah. gr- that's great. I mean, I just, I, I feel like I keep hearing that there's all this turnover and sort of like pent up demand for people to change jobs. Yeah. And so just, yeah. you know, I want to take the opportunity to throw it out there. Yeah. And, yes. If you're listening yeah. and you are into uh, SaaS sales, let me know. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. And check in with my company first. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I guess yes. Let's well, we can follow procedure. <laughs> you can check in with yours first. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, it it's really fun to talk to you. I can tell why you're in the role you're in, that people would feel really comfortable with you right away coming in for an interview and sort of being integrated into the culture. And so I'd imagine you'll do quite well with growing the company. So thank you. Yeah. And and I I just really appreciate you taking the time and and touching on a topic that, you know, especially as it, you know, when it comes down to like growing people teams beyond COVID, we all know that we're speaking in ignorance, you know, like no one really knows what's next. And so like, it takes a little courage to come out and be like, I think we're going to go this way. Right. Right. Like we don't know. So, so I appreciate that as well. And, um, just really fun to meet you. I appreciate your time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, likewise. Yeah. I appreciate your time as well. This is, uh, this was really fun and I'm glad we, I had the opportunity to do so. This is great. Absolutely. Uh, guys, we've been chatting with Madison Murdoch. If you want to Hit her up on LinkedIn, ask any further questions. If you would like to check out Gig Ronin, find out what they do, um, both from a standpoint of, you know, if you're in sales and you're looking for a job, also just from a standpoint, and if you're an organization that could really utilize their software, it appears to me to be a really fantastic tool and something that, you know, could really accelerate that recruiting process. So please do check it out. Thanks again to Madison and thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week on Bragworthy Culture.